<clears throat> so just an FYI. So I am much better. That's uh, better. I still have coughing fits. So I will occasionally probably have like a fit, especially if I talk a lot, which you know already that I do. And there's no stopping yeah. that. So is what it it is what it is. But anyway, <laughs> we know that's right. <laughs> but I don't sound so uh, well, I still sound a little bit nasal, but I'm not as gruff as I was the other day. So. You sound normal to me. You know, but, but speaking of gruff, when are we actually going to address the fact? And I, I know it's hard because this is what we do. We podcast about the challenge. When are we going to address the fact that this season is fucking terrible? We can do that now because I mean, it, the, the uh, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Well, oh, CBS? Oh, I want yeah, this one trash. to be good. I want it to be it's good. It's not going to be good. It's, and, it's, and it's reached its Hey, peak. this was a decent episode. No, 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 really, no, no, no. no. Not, exactly. Two episodes ago, we really got on this show for being like really, really bad. And then it kind of came alive a little bit with the episode before last. And then last episode, which probably should have been the best episode. And I'm just like, you know, this ain't it. This ain't it. I'm dying. I'm dying to get Tori back. I'm dying to get bananas back. I'm dying to get Devin back. Fuck it. I'd rather take those guys. <laughs> we want an OG challenge season. Word. I'd rather take these guys. I mean, All-Stars has its issues, but All-Stars was at least entertaining and you like the people. Jesus Christ. But how much is that because we know them? Like, P- these people we're a- getting to know, so maybe we'll like them better when, when after we have a little bit of history with them? No, no. Alyssa... I, I dislike her stance against going against the cookout, but I find it kind of entertaining. Love Danny, but I would love to see a little bit more of his personality. Uh, Tyson and Angela are obvious. Uh, they would fit in right with the challenge. And I, Well, Tyson's you know, and, already starting fights with Bananas and like, yeah, regular I heard he was cast on bana- members. Yeah, I heard he was on Bananas podcast. I didn't check it out. But they obviously would fit right in. Um, and say what you want, but I'm not too opposed to Cachet coming along. She... I actually really liked I like this Cache. episode. Uh, but also Desi and Justine, because they look like strong women. Like, a kick a lot of ass. I think, and I hate to say this because I do not like this competitor, but Sarah would probably also be a good fit. She could be a disruptor. No, and- Sarah, you, you get Sarah in, you might as well just write her the check now. Like, for real. Well, I don't know. There's some, I mean, can you... Can she go up against Laurel and still? Yes, yes. I, I don't know. Yes. I think Laurel will give her a run for her money. This is what y'all homework is. Go back and watch the seasons that she did, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Because she's damn near went to the final every year she didn't went uh, into Survivor. Because first year, it, she lost because of Tony. If She kept Tony in too long. Tony ended up winning the whole thing. That's what was her downfall the first time. It's storming out right now. Yeah, and no, I, I can hear it. Like hardcore. Like, I, I was expecting for a little bit of rain. It's out there. It's like torrential raining. It's your raining. first storm uh, fanatic. No, I'm just playing. I'm you know what? <laughs> Me and you are going to fight. Don't start. We, we can air <laughs> fight. We can air fight. We like, get over here. Listen. <laughs> You are not that far from me. Remember I mean, that. Yeah, I know that, but that don't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to come. Y'all know. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring this episode in. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. We can go ahead. 
Since Rob's deciding to be an asshole. What's really good, Potsters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. He is Rob Stewart. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. Okay. This season of the challenge CBS is getting a change. Now, this change is very welcome. First off, no more algorithm. I complained about it for seven fucking episodes, and now it's fucking gone. And I couldn't be fucking happier. I'm so glad it's gone. Woohoo! Big facts. We're now moving on to an individual game. And, I, you know, us knowing the challenge, we've we probably see, seen it coming. Okay, off the top of your heads, who do you guys think would be the top benefits and the top losers of this format? Like, who do you think is going to sink? Who do you think is going to swim? I honestly think Tyson and Sarah are going to be the main, and Angela, are going to be the main beneficiaries of going 100% individual. They seem to be individual players. They, Though they can work with a partner, you can tell that they are not necessarily big team players. They like just having their own fate in their own hands. I see people like Cachet falling by the wayside, but like obviously she's there more for entertainment factor. And poor Leo. Leo's just screwed. But again, I'm becoming a fan. I kind of hope he sticks around. Ooh, Leo? Leo. Yes. Our little lion hearted. Leo, lion-hearted <laughs> Leo is your. Leo is your uh, go-to if you need to put him in elimination last minute. That way, he'll be an easy layup, you know. So, um, get him dirty this episode. Danny, Tyson, Sarah, uh, Ben, uh, and and my top four right there, right now, that's still in the house. Uh, they have one thing in common, and that's is they all from Survivor. So you see everybody else. They're going to fall beyond the wayside. As long as you keep these survivor people in, they're going to control the game. They're going to win the game. Uh, end of the story. I would think that Tyson, Angela, and Sarah, maybe not so much Sarah, but definitely Tyson and Angela, they actually might become targets at this point. People are going to want their money, and the people who's here to win are probably going to want them out. Uh, I think people like Cachet, I think people like Leo, I think people like uh, Kayla aren't going to fare so well in these things. Kayla might do a little bit better because at least she knows how to make friends and at least she kind of knows what fucking game she's playing. The fact that she's made it this far, I think is a pretty good testament. But also, let's not sleep on Justine. Justine has been quietly performing very, very well. I think she will fucking shine during the single format. Desi also. I think the only thing that's going to stop them is maybe they didn't make enough friends or a janky elimination format. But now we're at the individual game. Ben starts putting together. Damn, that shit sounds real out there. Right? That shit sounds real. I can hear it on the mic. Uh, make sure you stay safe. Um, ben starts trying to piece together Sorry, this Survivor everybody. Strong. No, it's all good. Trying to piece together this uh, Survivor Strong Alliance, which is going to include Sarah, Danny, Don. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dom is definitely not going to be great in, uh, in an individual format either. 
uh, Dom, Desi, Tyson, and Ben. And the big thing is, Sarah is going around and wishes, wishing to go into elimination. She's the only girl that doesn't have money. Right. And I think that speaks to what kind of player that she is. But at the end of the A block, we get a really touching story. Now, normally, I'm not a big fan of these forced uh, emotional storylines. Um, but we get the story about Ben. Ben lost his buddy who died. They were both in the service. Uh, he was up at night. He's very emotional. Um, you know, this plays out pretty well. Ben uses this to go ahead and win the daily for today. And he's able to get the whole house to celebrate for his buddy that passed. And like I said, normally I hate this uh, uh, forced emotion, gushy, gushy kind of shit. But I can't lie. I was a little touched. I thought it was actually very, very sweet of this moment. And I think they played it pretty well. I think they kind of let Ben carry it instead of kind of forcing it down everybody's thought. Of course, it was a story. Of course, it was used. But I feel like they kind of let it naturally take its course. How did you guys feel about this uh, part of the Ben storyline? Well, I think it's I, I I think it's par for the course. I think they like having these kinds of storylines to kind of build up emotional tension, especially since this is the day that, you know, Ben really wants to win or really needs to win more to the point. So it's it's a good kind of feel good story at the same time. Uh, as uh, a motivational kind of investing people in Ben as a character, as a person, and as an individual in this game. So sometimes I don't like the way they kind of like to use this to... Yeah, it's, it's been done badly before. Uh, but they they did it in a really, a really good way this time. It doesn't feel like it was... Um, uh, what's the word? Um, abused. Forced down our fucking throats. Yeah kind of situation yeah i I found it very humanizing yeah yes it definitely was a uh touching moment really uh because it actually gets you to think about the freedoms that we do have and because of those people who sacrifice their lives that we may have the freedoms that we have i want to say thank you for those who served in the military uh those who served anywhere any uh forms of forces because this is the reason why we can do the things we can do is because of their sacrifice. Uh, and they are the true uh, men and women of Call of Duty. So <laughs> it just really brought a video game into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth, though. It was if a really, really great story it, until this is real life if, Call of Duty. <laughs> if you really it's real life Call of Duty, because I mean, you can take the game and you can kind of relate it to the real it is brutal. The war is brutal. Uh it's nothing uh pretty about no, it. Uh I wouldn't survive it if it was real I mean if it was real life because <laughs> seeing it on video game, I'm like, man, if this is real life, I'm already done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um but I liked how they portrayed it, uh, because it kinda worked and, and it brought okay, some memories for people. <laughs> No, he over there. But yes. he over there. No, no, it's it's okay. Um, I don't have the same affinity for the American military machine as some other people do, but I don't think that this is the platform for that. So one thing I learned as being a thirty-seven year old male is 
And I always got to state my opinion. I'm, I'm sorry. You were talking and all I could hear in my head was like, you know, God bless America. I know he was 37. <laughs> right. Right. Like a, exactly. a flag starts billowing behind you. Fireworks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Malik, I thought you was in the surface, man. You look like one of them cats that was in the surface. No, I would rather sell my body to for the military. I was this close, this close to joining the army. <laughs> for what? Getting <laughs> and for a Dodge Charger? I'm good. I'm good. It's not for me. I'm done. It's dude. not for me. I'm done. I'm See, done. I actually <laughs> even <laughs> tested for like I did the 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 written test. Obviously, this was back in the day. But uh Jesus, this is back in yeah. the day. You you passed it with flying colors. They didn't chased you? me. <laughs> they said people after me they were recruiters calling me all the time I was like leave me alone i said no no means no <laughs> i changed my mind <laughs> so moving on to the daily today's daily is going to be called having a blast which is uh i find really really odd because there was nothing great about this daily basically concept sounds good they got two runways attached to a boat and they're you know going down the river at the breakneck speed of 14 miles per hour. Now, these um Have you tried to runways, walk while 14 miles per hour? <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> no. It's not something that I would, that would go on in my daily life. Um, Leaped onto a barge while it's going 14 miles an hour? <laughs> yeah. And so, they got these runways, and it's slippery with soap. At the end is a key station, and you got to run back and forth four times. It's a time event, and you got to unlock... Uh, the safe from the key station. Uh, TJ lets us know that it's going to be a guy's day, which is exactly what I did not want to hear because we're already on episode eight. And now that we switched to individual game and we're going guys, girls day means that this season is probably going to be around 15, 16 episodes. I'm pretty sure I could Google the answer, but I'm also lazy. So <laughs> there's that. Haven't figured that out. Usually um, Tyler does all the research for us. Exactly. Tyler, right. Yeah. Tyler would definitely have the answer for this, but this was a fucking boring elimination to a obscene degree. I did like the fact that now it's an individual game. People are playing it a little bit differently. Now you can see who's with who, who's going to spray down the soap for them so they can have an easier time, who's not going to spray other people. There's a lot to, to, to appreciate that, to appreciate that out there. Anyway, Angela gets to win. She beats out Sarah, which Sarah is fucking tight about. And Ben gets to win, uh, edging out Leo and in a really, really touching moment. But let's go ahead and talk about some of our favorite moments or some of our least favorite moments from this elimination. Some of our likes and our dislikes. And I'm just going to keep it real. I don't think this is going to be a long segment because this, uh, this, daily this daily challenge was boring as fuck. I was really disappointed that there wasn't more cutthroat. I'm going to shoot, like, as Cache said, don't shoot me in the face. I was expecting right. something. But apparently, you know, I was sorely disappointed by their lack of um, cutthroatiness, I guess best of saying. Um, you know what? I, we just seen a daily like this, and I think it was at the end of War of the Worlds 2. The difference with that one is... You had another person sitting on the runway trying to block you off. True. Yeah. And that, and nobody complained about that daily. That daily was awesome. This is the same as that daily that was, 
only sanitized and PG rated. It is so fucking frustrating. But I gotta say, watching Leo really just beast that whole thing, I was really proud of him. Like his cat like reflexes. Yeah, he needed it more. He needed it more than anybody else, probably. Uh, but just like I said, he's that go-to that if you need somebody to go in elimination, you throw him in the mix and then everybody else stays They the should have kept so his ass that just for like, that. But yeah. again... And where they did. You, you throw him in at this point because, okay, now you're not really messing with none of the top dogs, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it's a scared move. Um, but it's exactly. I don't... But I don't consider um, Enzo a top dog, really. You know, he's probably the the slowest out of the group. No. So you only you keep Enzo because Enzo is slow. He's not going to win nothing. I can already tell you that just by the way he's moving. Some of the things that I liked and disliked about today's Daily, I definitely liked Ben cheering on Enzo. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I didn't like Kayla immediately DQing. I didn't like, uh, I think Desi also immediately DQed. And, that wasn't um, intentional, though. No, 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 no. It wasn't intentional. No, just, and, no, she didn't have no coordination. No, nah, and I didn't like how Enzo performed. Enzo has been coming in at the bottom of these dailies uh, pretty consistently now. And, you know, I, it's not that I dislike him, but his performance isn't great. I also dislike the way Sarah was talking about Angela. She was saying things like Angela has had the easiest path to get here and yada, yada, yada. Angela has been winning. And then when we finally go to, when we go to individual, she wins some more and she does it without bitching. I did love the fact that we could see Angela and Sarah, they're kind of feeling the heat against each other. And this rivalry is getting turned up. But Angela is, is at a much higher tear than Sarah. When it comes to when it comes to doing these things, um, she also showed her hand with not spraying Tyson at all and making sure to get his water off. And of course, like we, we love know. the Kiki references from Danny. Those are always going to be re- really great to hear. And Leo doing really good was also nice to see. He wants to stay. He wants to do well. Uh, he has shown a tremendous amount of heart this season. Yes, he's hundred percent true. I I really wasn't impressed with this um, daily. Uh, because didn't nobody spray nobody. Didn't nobody do anything. Everybody was on an even playing field. So to say I have a favorite, I don't. Um, I really wasn't uh, really engaged in this, even though I paid closely attention to it. It just didn't do anything for me because there wasn't any type of beef or rivalry there for me. Yes. Now, Enzo is going straight into elimination. Uh, Angela gets to win. Ben gets to win. So now we get to our part of um, winners and losers. Uh, once again, Leo comes in. He doesn't give them anything. Just says, give me whoever. You know, once again, I hate this fucking strategy. It's so stupid. But, but we see Angela start going to work. Angela makes a pitch to Ben about an alliance. She wants to team up with the survivor men and in turn, keep Alyssa and her safe. She has some people on board, but this is a fuck up. I'm going to tell you why. Ben was the wrong person to initially start this one. He wasn't the right person. 
and there and Survivor, I don't feel like they're besides Tyson, they're really feeling like splitting the house. Dom isn't too crazy about her, but he's willing to work with her as we was able to see this episode. But Ben is loyal to Sarah. They're each other's number ones. You're saying out of all of the females that you guys would have to protect, we want you to go out of your way to protect the two females that has no real ties for you guys. It wasn't a smart move. Ben was never really going to go for it. I do think she has some survivor men support, but they're not going to support survive. They're not going to support Angela over and Alyssa over Sarah and the other survivor females. Uh, that's including uh, Desi too. Sarah and Desi are going to be at the top of their list. And now you're talking about you, we might have to throw them in. It was never going to work. What did you guys think about Angela's play at uh, pulling in the Survivor men? I mean, she's trying to head the curve. And I think she she wants to give Ben a good deal because Ben is connected to Sarah. And I think that's why her main focus was to get Ben on her side is because innately Ben can maybe convince Sarah to back off. And kind of give more space to protect him since they are their number ones. No. Sarah doesn't seem like the type that would back off even when the body cam is rolling. Now, mind you, I don't. <laughs> you really just brought the body. I hate you, Malik. Sorry. <laughs> you be all right. But no, uh, I know you was going to say something. Go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it would work. And I'm not saying that Sarah would be okay with it or she wouldn't feel like she's being betrayed. But again, putting a bug in his ear to kind of twist it into her favor. I think it was her best bet, especially since she doesn't really have a relationship with Ben. But uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. So this could be really good or really, really bad. I think it's going to backfire. I think they're both going to be in elimination very fucking yeah, soon. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it was smart on her part to get her further into the game just in case her first alliance don't work. Uh, but I think it will backfire on her because I know Sarah needs her money. She wants her money. So who other than call her out is Sarah. I, I feel that Sarah's going to call her out at some point in elimination. And we're going to see a Sarah and Angela elimination. No, I, I don't think so. I think Sarah's kind of pussy. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, she wouldn't call her Angela. Okay. She wouldn't do I it. I think she would. I, I think, think she would. she would probably need some crazy justification for it. But doing it just to do it, no, nah, there's easier targets. It wouldn't even be smart. We're heading into club night. Club night, we see Ben making a chair, celebrating his buddy. It's really awesome. We see Leo pitching to Angela that he's going to name a cat after her, which is completely fucking ridiculous. This right. is what the challenge CBS is. People right. pitching to people, save me, and I name my fourth cat after you. Originally, he said uh-huh. third, but I guess he probably right. said to Taylor or something. <laughs> and Enzo's over there looking shook. Now, earlier, <clears throat> earlier, I said that Sarah was pussy. And let me explain why I think that. <laughs> We get to a scene where Enzo is a little bit beat up. And now that we arrived at this point naturally in the conversation, Sarah, Sarah says some things. Sarah said several things that pissed me the fuck off. She says, well, what do you guys think uh, about me going against Enzo? I think I could take him. Yada, yada, yada. Let me tell you why this is pussy and disingenuous. One, Enzo's injured. We all know this. 
So yeah, you could take on a guy um, if he's injured. Okay. Okay, cool. Two, Sarah knows that it would never happen. Now, if she said that, like, oh my God, what if this happened? She wasn't saying it like that. She was saying it like she was serious. Like, you know, I'm going to go check with the producers and see if they'll let me do this. Knowing that is not. She was grandstanding, trying to look tough, trying to be intimidating. And I think everybody could see right through that. It was just such a pussy and disingenuous thing for her to do. And the third thing she did, she says, in the challenge, no female ever stepped up against a guy. And first off, this has happened several times. In the early days of the challenge, females went against guys all the time. And then also, we've had several seasons where there's been guy-girl pairs and they had to go against each other. And when they all had to go against each other, one-on-one against in the final, Cover Maria came in and fucking won. And then World of the Worlds 2, yeah, she came in fifth because she lost on the math, but she was able to hang in there with the fucking guys. So Sarah, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking Drop. about? Drop what the do you mean? Bloop. What She's do you mean? She's talking about CB. She's talking a bunch of bullshit. She should be out there the fuck is she talking about? Did you just say <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Go talk about something you know, ma'am. Number one, she's probably talking about CBS shows in themselves. So she doesn't know what she's talking about. Say, hey, in the history of Survivor, a man and a woman never went against each other. And I don't watch Survivor, but even I think that's bullshit. She is so full of fucking shit. Brown. Her eyes are brown. <laughs> I'm so tired of her. Tired of you her. are Done a with Sarah hater. Leave. I don't. I don't like the bitch. I don't like her. I don't like her. And granted, I don't know her personally. And yes, I know people in reality TV are really um, hyper um, uh, parody versions of their actual selves, and I don't like it. I'm sure if we sit down and have a brunch or something, she's probably fine. At but on brunch. TV, I do not like her. He says he At wants all. to have a brunch with her. <laughs> No, I do not want to have a brunch. Brunch with a cop, I'm good. I'm dead. I'm good. I don't need to have brunch with a cop. Aw, Jesus. Okay. So, what's your take on Sarah's grandstanding during club night? It was entertainment. That's all it was. Uh, I knew she was talking out her head because there ain't no way you're going to call out no guy and no no elimination. I'm sorry. Just to interject a little bit. Just a little bit. Listen. I know you had something great. I'm going to let you get right back to it. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll let you finish. The game, the game that we're going to get to today is Hall Brawl. And Enzo would have fucking mopped the floor with her. He would have yes, truck sticker ass like 06 Madden. I would, and you know um, what? Let me tell you something. I would have loved for that to happen. TJ's just like, I heard somebody was talking about they want to go in. Sarah, now's your chance. <laughs> and mind you, he only has 2500 So he doesn't even have the fucking money necessary. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Officer Sarah? But she's got like twenty five hundred right. okay. in her bank account, so together it's five thousand. No, I think she has fifteen hundred. Really? She wouldn't have made it. She don't even. She don't even need the money. She already got over a million some dollars from Survivor, so she's just doing this to add on to her bank account. That's all. So I mean, I look at the people who's won it before as okay. You doing a one or two things. You doing it to not work no more, or you are doing it to just add on to the bank account to make sure your people's good in the long run. That's the only one, one or two things, reason why you're doing it. Uh, why mess up a good thing 
and try to go against it for God. Let's number one, our strengths are totally different. Number two, we easily can outpower you in no problem. Don't mean to sound uh, arrogant or anything, but it's just the reality of it. Physics, all that. Other than that, I don't understand. I think she just did it for her play. That's it depends all. on how dirty the girl plays, but nonetheless. Yeah, that too. But let's look at people like Evelyn and like people like Laurel, who could easily take on dudes. Even Kara could easily take on some of the dudes that you know are on the other side. So let's just be honest about female strength. If we have it there, it's available. I don't know, Sarah. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but y'all I'm can not. fuck yourselves. I knew that was she wasn't going to go down the minute I saw a hall brawl, but oh, yeah. but CBS fucked up. I would have paid. I would have paid for ten years of Paramount Plus if they could give me Sarah and Enzo in a hall brawl. Even better, put Sarah and fucking Danny in there. I would pay good money. I would buy a lifelong subscription to Paramount Plus <laughs> to watch her get the fucking floor mopped with her. I mean, Danny would have won that easily, hands Danny down. Danny would have won that against any single person in there. Right, hundred percent. Kiki would not the be happy. NFL superstars. Uh, <laughs> any. Any in a, he he was in the NFL, so he already used to getting hit. So I that, was wondering why they didn't no send his down. ass down. <laughs> like what the hell? Because they knew he would have came back. He would have came back easily. It wouldn't be no question about it. So, so so listen, Sarah obviously makes me angry. And if you think I was angry before, the rage. Wait till you hear this. So we head down into the arena, and we see exactly what we've been dying to see. We see a hall brawl. Yes. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. We've been asking for this. We're finally going to get it. And then I'm looking at it, and, and I got the old man. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, why is hall brawl mad little? <laughs> this is the smallest <laughs> hall brawl <laughs> I've ever seen in my fucking life. Do y'all remember when uh, Ty and Leroy yes. went against Mark? Yes. Remember how long yes. that hall brawl was? That yes. shit was a half a yes. block. This isn't right. fucking fucking hall. This is, this is a small brawl. That's what it is. The shit was a foot and a half long. Yeah. And it wasn't that big. So Enzo is going down. He's obviously a little banged up, but he's riled up. He's ready oh, for yeah. this. Who do they decide <laughs> to send in? They send Lionheart Leo. <laughs> so the whole brawl of this season is Leo... <laughs> versus Enzo. And let me tell you something. Do you know what I equate this to? What? And pause before I say this. Pause. I equate this to a that's that's the excitement that this brings. A very nothing great about this. You got the small brawl and you got the two smallest people. What the fuck, CBS? Give us what we want. Give us blood. Not blood as an Enzo's leg fucking leaking. Give us what we want, you fucking I'm just so fucking over this season. He just called CBS a bunch of Yes, broadcasting system, whatever the fuck it is. I'm so fucking mad at this. Leo, first off, uh, come on, man. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. What do you guys think oh. about the fucking lineup between Leo, Enzo, and Small Brawl? 
I think we knew for a fact that Leo wasn't going to win this. I, I, I kind of hope that maybe he had watched enough to, you know, put in the, the ability of maybe making it look like he maybe could have had a little something to do. But uh, yeah, the minute he wasn't low to the ground, the minute that he like did this, he he did this weird move. And I was like, what is he doing? Like, like he was trying to slide by him versus like hit him. It was just it, it was. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have I no mean, chance. Enzo, Enzo, yeah, he didn't have a chance. Enzo won this from, from sheer just being bigger than him and having the size on him. Literally just um, stepped all was, over him. Like, dude, get on my way. It's like Godzilla in it was, Tokyo. <laughs> and, and I don't want to shit on Enzo too much, but it was just pathetic. Pathetic to yeah. watch. Wasn't that fun. Leo couldn't get low. Uh, by round two, he was just getting trampled. Uh, Even granted, if he got low, he wouldn't have won it. He needed the right momentum. He needed more Hall. To <laughs> yeah. But even then, he would have just got banged harder. Pause. Um, mm-hmm. This was nothing exciting. And this was a tease. And this was the point where I'm just like, I'm kind of done with this season. It was at this point that I realized, most likely, as Love War Challenges, we probably won't cover this shit again. It is just so fucking disappointing. The letdown is palpable. I am, I'm now frustrated. This is what I didn't want to feel watching CBS join into this challenge family. I didn't want to see the sanitized shit. I didn't want to feel like CBS is bringing the challenge down. And as diehard challenge fans, granted, we have to allow grace for people to be able to come in. And we got to be accepting of some of these new people. We can't, come on, Johnny Bananas and CT ain't going to be here forever. We already lost Kara. Uh, we can't keep hoping for people like um, Evelyn to, you know, just magically come back. And we're going to have to need new people. There's only a handful of these people from CBS I really would care to see again. And some barely is that. Um, Enzo gets to win. Leo decides not to come out to say goodbye to everybody. Come find out. Uh, it's because they whisked him directly to a hospital. He ended up catching a concussion. So at first I was really kind of tight at Leo. Just like, man, you know, I, I hate sore losers. And I love good sportsmanship. And I thought he was kind of acting like a bitch at first. Turns out I was incorrect. He had a concussion. Um, so, I've, you know, I, I, I can feel that. Uh, Kayla obviously feels some kind of way about Leo being thrown in again. And Leo has held his own during these dailies. Um, I'm not against seeing Leo come back. Hopefully he comes back with a little bit more muscle and talking a little bit less about cats. But he wasn't the worst challenger. One of the few uh, bright spots. But check this out. Enzo now got 11 bands. This was the worst thing to happen to Enzo because I promise you, next guy's day, somebody's taking Enzo's bread. I mean, if you're somebody like Tyler, I mean, I'm sorry, like Tyson, you'll say to yourself, hey, uh, throw me in the elimination and uh, throw in Enzo. Might as well just get a couple, you know, <laughs> 10 bands. No, people, no. people have done worse for less. No. Why would you? Why You already got the money to go into the elimination. Why would you want to go in and risk that? Because you got a risk of going home because you don't even know what the elimination is going to be. You know what I see? What I see Enzo with 11 bands. I see him as lunch meat. I see a walking victim. I see just a future well, victim. Somebody's like going to fuck him up for that bread. Yeah, because I would go for Enzo because now I don't have to really go for the top dog. I don't have to go for a Tyson because, you know, nine times out of ten, Tyson 
going to most likely come back. Come on, I'm five nine. I've weighed maybe almost two hundred pounds muscle. You know, I, I I stand some chance against him. You know, I stand some chance against him. I'm not gonna be no punk about it, but will I? I don't. I'm just gonna roll the dice and see if I can win or not. You know, but. I'm not going against nobody that that's gonna outweigh me or that's taller than me. So why not try for Enzo that's slow? Kind of beat a up. Gamble. Yeah, kind of beat know, up. You know who Enzo would be perfect for right now? Who? Danny, Ben, or David? One of these guys I, need to go in there and take his bread. David? No, David don't even have a chance. I say Danny or Ben, between those two, he, he would beat Enzo. No, nah, I think David has a chance, depending on what it is. Think about it. If it's something if it's like a, balls in, he has a chance. Or Paul I don't Russell. Know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But that has more to do with speed than anything else. Well, strength. Strength. Yeah, speed, strength. And, and you need, kind of need a game plan. If, if going rushing straight in and doing the spin isn't working, you don't have to come but, up with some shit. David is dangerous because he's mentally already prepared to go in. So that makes him dangerous right there. Because that's what, if you saw what he said before they went to elimination, he said, I ain't got nothing to worry about it because I'm mentally prepared to go in if it's me. You can say that all you want. Doesn't mean you're ever really mentally prepared. You know, they, I mean, Cara yeah, no, Darrell says that you don't have to get ready. You stay ready. <laughs> That's right. You stay ready. And that mentality is real. You have to stay ready. Because just for an example, I chose to go to this race the last minute. I was ready. I didn't have to get ready because I have been preparing for the race. So I was mentally prepared when I was dropped on the terrain. As soon as the race started, I was already mentally there. So I wasn't mentally checked out. Some people can be mentally checked out, say you thought you was ready, but you're not. But since I've already seen it one time, I'm already mentally strong in there. Yeah, David is as dangerous as Wayne Brady. I'm not really worried about David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Why well, gotta bring Wayne Brady into this? Wayne Brady gonna have I'm to done. choke he a bitch. He got me on that one. He got me All on right. that one. Before we get out of here, let's go ahead and rate this episode on a scale of one to five stars. I'm giving this shit a one. Actually, I'm giving this shit one star. One star episode. Fuck this episode. What do you guys got? I mean, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, the we've, was too much we've me. seen, not to say anything, I guess, about the season, but we've seen worse. So, I mean, I give it a solid uh, two and a half, three. Yeah, uh, that's what to kind of, because it. it it had a decent amount of semi-drama. You know, you saw people trying to stir it up a little bit. Um, I could tell you that for a few minutes, I thought Leo was dead. Like, I just, the way the <laughs> way it sounded when they crunched together, I was like, I don't know if that's, like, like dramaticized, but damn, I leaped. I was like, ouch! <laughs> I hurt for Leo. But, Put it like this. Think about a two-star episode from Free Agents. We are not bringing in the... Listen, you have told me repeatedly to stop bringing up the OG challenge because this is different. This is different. We have to give it a chance. It's not good different. Okay. So I'm giving it a chance and just holding it against its particular episode sets. And this episode, all things considered, to what we've seen this season on this one show, it wasn't the worst episode I've ever seen. 
Okay, your opinion is wrong. Uh, Rob. My opinion is wrong. <laughs> Fuck off, your Malik. Is wrong. I hate you. I'm done. I'm done. I give it a two and a half. Uh, you know, it lacked um, the suspense and the excitement. So I got to rate it two and a half. I'm, I'm literally like, yeah, I'm over it. Um, they can't do more. I'm honestly, I'm ready for the real challenge to come back. Yeah, Season I can't 38. fucking I'm wait. Ready. Give me Tori. I just want Tori so bad right now. Yes. But uh, give me Tori. Put her back on the podcast. I'll take all the Tori. I- hey, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm cool with keeping the podcast to it is. What is it? Davon and. I haven't even listened to. Oh, yeah. Davon and. Um, Devin, right? Devin, yeah. For free Which agents. are two so of the awesome. best commentary people ever. Me. Thank wow. you guys for all listening. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWCpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at, at Love War Challenges. Rob, why don't you go ahead and drop your stuff? Man, I haven't even uh, posted nothing on my, my podcast in a while. Uh, for the love of the, of the challenge, uh, I've been collaborating with y'all. Love it. I uh, want to say again, thank you for uh, having me on. Love having you uh, for this short For this short period of time. Uh, you can also reach me on Instagram, uh, Facebook for the, uh, for the love of the challenge. Got some new content coming up. I just ain't been <laughs> have time to post this yet. So be looking out for that. No doubt. Make sure you copy your official Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com. And our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get all of your customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com. And make sure you listen to Love War Challenges on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. Once again, I am mtv malik she is becky at Giftmaster bex he is rob stewart this is love war challenges good night peace